This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30 on Thursday, April 27th. Thank you guys for checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We love seeing your texts on our studio and text line at 702-364-9400. I have my like little ritual like I'm sure a lot of you guys do when you get to work. You like to put your all your stuff a certain place and have everything laid out and I was laying out on my stuff and I'm like ah, I'm missing something. What am I missing? It, it, it doesn't look right. I can't figure it out and I'm looking, I'm looking and then I realized ah I, my cell phone is not here because I put it on this little stand during the show. So if, if a text comes in, it doesn't like buzz. I just can look at it. And I'm like, where is my cell? I think it's in the car. But that is just the worst feeling. Oh, it's not in there at all? It's not in your bag or anything? No, it's not. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure I left it in the car. So I'm going to go out um, when we get a second. to. I was gonna. I noticed it with one minute left on that song. And uh-huh. I was like, could I run out there and grab it and, and get back? And I was like, probably not. If so, I'll be very out of breath. So we're not going to chance it. That is so relatable, too. It could be your phone is so close. It's in the car. You probably don't need it right now. But it's right there in the back of your mind, kind of hanging over your head. Like, oh, my phone is not with me. And I'll, I'll the exact same way, but it's also kind of sad that we're so dependent on having our phones near I us that know. if it's not near us for 10 minutes, we're like, where is my phone? Even though it's right outside. One thing I would disagree with, I do need it right now because I got to play the Wordle this morning. You <laughs> true. Know? No, I'm just kidding. That is so true. Uh, yeah. Run out there and get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Must, must do a Wordle. I actually haven't done it in a few days. Um, I That used to be my ritual, like right after the show at 10 a.m. I'd sit here, I'd do the Wordle, I'd do the Quirtle. What's, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So uh, what's, what's Quirtle? What's Quirtle? Quirtle is four Wordles in one. Whoa. But then, oh, it gets better. Then I started, I do the Octortle, which is eight Wordles in one. Holy smokes. Yeah, that was always my post-show ritual. But for the last few days, we've always had to, you know, we've had a meeting mm. or I've had stuff I had to record and then I just forget and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't done the Wordle in like a week now. What is going on? That keeps your brain going though. That's a nice little brain exercise you do every day, especially doing warders and quartals and dordles. <laughs> my gosh, it's a lot going on. I know, there is a lot going on, but yeah, I just, it, it just makes me feel like, okay, yeah, I'm using my brain, I'm, I'm 
trying to figure these things out. I used to do the hurdle, but I think the hurdle's going away. Do you know what the hurdle is? Is that the song one? The song one, yeah. It's going away, I think, on at the beginning of May. I can't remember. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get too dependent on it. I'm just going to stop doing it right now. So, How good were you doing the song one? Because with Beat Mercedes, you're getting songs within, I mean, two seconds is a long time for you to go to, to identify a song. Because you're normally around one second, 1.5 seconds when it comes to identifying a song. How fast were you at that game? I was. I could usually get it between one and two seconds. But the problem was is when they threw in something that is just not something I've ever heard of. Like... Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the last one I got hung up on. It was something by a group from like the 50s or 60s. And I'm like, I have no idea. So I literally used every clue. Um, and I still didn't get the answer t- until the end of it. But um, I'm usually pretty decent at that one. There's an actual game that I started working on this week that I have to finish up. It, it was the world's most popular or recognizable songs. And on average, it was like the average person can get it in like three point something seconds is what it was. Mm-hmm. So I want to put it in there. But only put, and put half that time to see if you can beat like the national average. So the national average is 3.3 seconds to identify the world's most popular songs. I want to put them in to see if you can get them in less than 1.5 seconds, which I think you probably can. I'm, yeah, I probably could. But, it, I, you know, of all the talents to have. I really picked one that doesn't make any difference in this world. It's tonight. a gift. You didn't pick it. It was a gift from God, and we need to get you on the Name That Tune show to order to get in, in, in to cash in on your on your skills. I just feel like wow, you you didn't get the the brain power to be a neuroscientist. You can't memorize um, all these different formulas and theorems, but you can guess a song in two seconds. You can get a person's name as soon as you meet them. But oh my a song, gosh. You got it so fast. It's a, it's a gift. I'm Adam. Oh hi, nice to. What was your name again? <laughs> I have no idea. So, yeah, but uh, that's what I'm dealing with this morning. How are you doing? Good. Um, inspired the show inspired us, and I say us, Laura and I, to do something last night. And I talked about on the show how there's no, I have no, we have, we have no pictures in our house, no family photos, no pictures of my parents, no pictures of of anyone. Of Laura and I, we were just a photoless house. And so last night, Laura got one of these for my parents for Christmas, one of those digital frames that you can control and upload photos to. And so last night, she ordered one. For us, and we have the spot. It's going to go in the kitchen when it arrives, and so when I get photos sent from family members and other photos, I can load it up, and that'll be my start to having family photos in our house. That's one of my favorite gifts that I've ever received from someone. Someone gave me that um, for Christmas last year, and we have it same in the kitchen, and um, we constantly are uploading photos to it, and it's I just love it. I just love looking at it and seeing what photos pick up, uh, pop up. It is is one of the best gifts I was ever given. Now, how many photos do you have? Because the one we got my parents, uh, we've been loading up photos since Christmas. We haven't deleted any. I think it's a huge amount of photos. And then when we ha- when, we, when I send a photo to my parents' digital photo album, I can have the option of hitting a button so it sh- displays immediately. So if they're sitting, there's a setup in the family room. So if they're, they're in the family room, all of a sudden, bling, the new photo will pop up for them to see. Uh, we have hundreds on yeah. ours. And, and Matt is the one who actually mostly uploads them. I was looking, uh, I was making something to eat the other day. Day and I look and there's all these pictures from him in Brooklyn and Reno. I was like, oh, wow, that was fast. It was literally <laughs> like the day after they got back. But greatest gift ever. Highly recommend. I think you're going to love that. Perfect. Yeah, she ordered it. She ordered it because whatever one we got my parents, she ordered that one last night. So we'll have some photos in the house. I think that is a great thing coming our way. Yeah, I think you'll be happy with that. Well, let's get the show started this morning. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Disarm by Smashing Pumpkins?
want to hear Kind and Generous by Natalie Merchant. Or do you want to hear Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne? choices get your votes in now all you have to do is tweet us at mercedes in the morning vote on our facebook page or text or call us right now 702-364-9400 we will count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt did miley cyrus release a secret album details and audio in about five minutes and the votes are in stacy's mom by fountains of wayne is the pre-show you pick up you choose the music you pick it we play it awesome it's the mercedes in the morning pre-show you pick them mix 94.1 It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. So Miley Cyrus released a new album, Endless Summer Vacation, on March 10th, 2023. She also may have released a whole other album titled Down With Me the same day under the name Clara Pierce. So Down With Me has 12 tracks and reportedly features Cyrus's vocals on all of them. It is believed that Down With Me expresses Cyrus's emotions about her divorce from Liam Hemsworth. Now, unlike Endless Summer Vacation, Down With Me received no promotion. It was not played on any editorial playlist. It was taken down across streaming platforms, but some fans have found it by searching Twitter. So let me pull it up here. Hold on one second. I have to get to today. So here is, um, here is, where's Miley Cyrus? Why can I see anything? I got nothing. Is Miley Cyrus up here? No. Uh, okay, so uh, I, I was looking for flowers. Um, so here is, here's what the Clara Pierce song sounds like. Tell me if this sounds like Miley Cyrus. I definitely hear the similarities. There, like, there's something in the, in the pitch that is throwing me off though let me hit it one more time and have you heard anything about this with your dealings with record labels about a secret miley album under the name clara pierce here it is one more time Um, no, the record companies are not talking about anything like that, but I did hear, um, what did I hear about this the other day that, that, um, it's going to be her new alter ego, kind of like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Maybe that's a a planet. Sasha Fierce, Clara Pierce. It's the, yeah, yeah, names are really close. Yeah. I don't know, but that's, that's what I had heard, uh, so far. Now, besides the voice, there are little Easter eggs on the album that make fans believe it. It is Miley. Clara Pierce has a song called Without You, which is also the title of Cyrus's 2021 collaboration with the Kid Leroy. Pierce's album also features a track called Sagittarius. Miley Sign is also Sagittarius. Some say Down With Me is Cyrus's scrapped seventh studio album. She is Miley Cyrus that she never put out. And there are some people that go as far as to say it is an AI-generated album. 
It's not even Miley. Yeah, that could be. I know that in one of the songs, they also she also says, I'm my mother's daughter. And that was the name of a song on one of her previous albums, mm. Mother's Daughter. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of little Easter eggs on that one. Okay, let's go to the Masked Singer. Two people were removed unmasked last night from the Masked Singer. If you don't want to know, just turn down your radio for a second. This is so hard. Cause I, ju- I just give you the audio of the person singing. So the first one we have, Mercedes, is... The Mantis. Here is the Mantis, who was unmasked, performing from last night. Oh my gosh. It sounds like it would be a comedian. There was one part where like, ah, and it sounded like a comedian's voice. Is it a comedian? Not a comedian. It is a celebrity with a three-name celebrity. Person has three names. When you say their name, it's always bump, bump, bump. Three names. Uh, oh, gosh. Now I'm blanking. Three-named celebrity. Can I Google three-named celebrity? Yeah, absolutely. Three-named uh, you don't just call this person by the first name. You never say the first name and the last name. You always say the, the the first name, middle name, and last name. Okay. Is it Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No. <laughs> is it Jerry Lee Lewis? Oh, no, he's passed away. Edward James almost. Oh, my gosh. No, but it has a three-name celebrity. Absolutely. Oh, man. Michael Clark Duncan? Not. Oh, you passed away. Oh, he passed be hard. away. Yeah. Oh, be hard. Jonathan Reese Myers. No, 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 no. Oh. oh, my gosh. This guy is not on the top of the three-name celebrity list? No. That's sad. I, I, I'm I'm looking at some of these. I, oh, Catherine Zane. Jo- oh, no, no, no it's a guy. Um, she's passed away. Daniel Day Lewis. No. Uh, Do you want the first name? Wait, just give me one more chance. I'm going down this I list. Can't I can't believe they're not at the top of the list of three names. David Allen Greer. No. David Hyde Pierce. No. Oh, Keep going. You're on the D's. Go a little bit lower to the L's. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Oh, sorry, not the L's, but I, he just came up. Uh, L's. Um, oh my gosh, I don't see anyone with an L, L name. I guess I have to give up on this one. Lou, Lou Diamond. Oh, Lou Diamond Lou Phillips. Diamond Phillips. Oh. Like. <laughs> You're like Lou. Di- here's your here's your hit, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, at that point, I don't think I've got it. And then also the gargoyle was unmasked last night. Voice? Are they actually a singer? No, uh, I don't think it's going to be so hard to get. L.A. Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen was the would, If you would have said L.A. Chargers wide receiver, I would have got that. that is- you said Keenan Allen too fast. I was like... <laughs> And then you said it. You got to give me a shot. You got to give me a shot. We're on time. That's why. That's why I gave it to you real fast. Okay, we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1827. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It's 6 o'clock on Thursday, April 27th. We are almost to the weekend and we are so glad to have you guys here with us this morning. How are you doing this morning? Not too bad. We opened up the show with you. Uh, your phone wasn't with you. Did you find your phone? Was it in your car? Yeah, I got my phone. It's all is good there. We're uh, we're safe and sound with that. <laughs> and can you believe our spring fling is just what? 
this Saturday, just a couple days away. Yeah. It is here and it's upon us. It's it's coming up. There's still time to get tickets if you want to join us on Saturday night at the theater at Virgin Hotels. It's going to be amazing. Jason Mraz is going to be there. Dean Lewis, Michael Richter. And we want to see you. We want to meet you. We cannot wait. So if you haven't picked up those tickets, you only have a couple of days left. So make sure you get in on that. And you can do that through our website at Mix941.fm. I was in here. Um, I, I have to record some stuff. And it's just so funny. Timing is so weird. So we talked to each other through a speaker. And I was recording my first thing. And as we're talking, you asked me a question. So it, it like came in right in the middle. So I had to like do it over. And it you, you have no way of knowing I'm recording. And so the, then I started the second thing I had to do. And literally, you came on again at the exact same time. I was like, oh, no, no, I got to record that one again, too. It was so funny. The timing was just like perfect. And I wish there was like a light that would tell each other because I think I've done it to you before, too. Um, Hey, don't talk to me right now. I'm recording. But it was just so funny. As soon as I uh, finished the uh, second one, then you popped on. It was hilarious. Did you when you um, when you record stuff, do you have to physically turn your mic on to record stuff into into because in this in this studio here in the main studio, you don't have to turn the microphones on to record. It just automatically records. I have to turn my microphone on. So people then coming from the outside walking in because we do have on air lights. So if someone's outside your studio coming in, they will know you're recording something with that light on. Yeah, I have no way of knowing you're recording something. I can't tell. Yeah, it was so funny. I was just like and I I mean it wasn't your fault but I got frustrated I was in here I go oh <laughs> now I feel guilty for doing that because yeah you have no way no way no and it was just, it was a small talk either it was like legit like show stuff something we have to do later on this morning something coming up it was like show questions but yeah if I have a I'll try to watch if I see your lips moving no don't I worry about wave. it it was an accident I'm not I'm not mad about it it was just funny because uh I was almost done and then it came in it's like the timing sucks I was just like I I need to put a sign up that says, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm, and I'm serious. Like, as soon as I do it, I put it up against the window so you can see it. And you should do the same thing to me because I I've realized I've asked you a question before and I look and then you're kind of like, ugh. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. And then if I need your, truly need your attention for something that's about to happen, I'll do a hand wave. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you know that uh, I need to grab you for popping in on your spots and stuff like that. Hey, on today's show, we do have those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space inside the shops at Crystals. That happens in the 8 o'clock hour right around 825. And then we're super excited because this hour, 6 o'clock hour, right around 650. This an interview I have been so looking forward to. We are going to be playing, or actually speaking to, I was going to say playing soccer with <laughs> Cristo Fernandez and Cola Bocchini. They are playing Danny and Isaac on Ted Lasso. Uh, Isaac, the captain, uh, Danny Rojas. So football is live. We have them on the show coming up this morning. Cannot wait to talk to them. Last night I watched the most recent episode of Ted Lasso and another great one. I'm so sad that the show is coming to an end. How many episodes are left? Because I don't want it to end. Because now I, I fully got, I, I got really into it deep. The first couple episodes I felt were establishing characters in the season. Now it's like, 
like for me, it's at that sweet spot where I don't want it to end. Yeah, it's it's just such a great show, and I cannot wait to talk to them. So make sure you are listening. They will be on later this morning. Up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about the sweet interaction with Keanu Reeves and a fan that is going viral. Daytime Emmy nominations are out, and how to make your next s'mores session more colorful. We're going to break that down coming up in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, we have Keanu Reeves trending this morning. So the actor has gone viral again for being the nicest celebrity ever. He was at a signing of his comic his comic book series called Burzkirk in Los Angeles, and a nine-year-old fan approached him and said that he is his favorite actor in the whole world. Keanu Reeves thanked him and um, just the interaction is so great. We actually have it here. Listen to how starstruck the little boy is and how Keanu is so kind. Here we go. I'm such a big fan. What's your name? Noah. Hi Noah, I'm Keanu. You're probably my favorite actor in the whole world. Oh my gosh, Noah, best. thank you. Did you see Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4? Yeah, he's my favorite character. Canada's greatest stuntman. I uh, did the catchphrase. <laughs> he did the, yeah. uh, the phrase, and just the little boy was so excited. Uh, made the boy's day, and that is just another instance of him being such a kind person, uh, and it goes viral. He's so great. The legend of Keanu Reeves continues to grow. He seems like just like an awesome, awesome, kind dude. Yeah, I, I love seeing things with him, and, and I, I remember last year I saw a thing about um, him being on a subway, and the same thing, a little boy approached him and just kept asking him, question after question after question and he answered every single question and it was just someone that was a bystander that noticed this interaction uh-huh. it was so he's always doing stuff so like sweet. that also this morning daytime emmys is trending nominations for the 50th annual daytime emmy awards were announced yesterday abc's general hospital they have the most nominations with 19 bold and the beautiful have 14 and the young and the restless has 13 i didn't realize all three of those shows were still on the air i haven't watched soaps and years but um they're still going strong obviously among the non-soap shows wow the kelly clarkson show just killed it it leads with 11 nominations including uh best daytime host and best daytime talk show she seems i've never i've seen bits and pieces of kelly's interviews and she just seems very um in, engaged with her interviews every guest that comes on that i've watched she seems like she truly cares about talking to them it's not just an interview it's a conversation and she's she's very compassionate with her guests yeah she's she's good you know who else is a really underrated uh tv talk show host is drew Barrymore I really enjoy her I don't watch that often but I'll see some of her videos um, go online with the interviews and she is such a good interviewer she 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 asks really good questions and then something she does that a lot of TV talk show hosts don't do is she'll sit and listen to their entire answer before jumping in with something like I love Kelly, but she'll she'll jump in and cut you off and, and, you know, turn around and say, well, I also, you know, and that's great. But sometimes she gives the impression of one upping and Drew Barrymore does not do that. She's just so, oh, wow, I can totally relate. I I had something like that similar happen to me. And then it goes back to the person I I try to get interviewed like 
tips and stuff from Drew Barrymore. She's really good. And she gets people to open up more than anyone else, too. And I think that's why, because she's genuinely listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so great to see. So that is trending this morning. And then finally, Jet Puffed is trending. They are the marshmallow maker, and they have created a new limited edition marshmallow that'll change colors when it's hit with direct heat like at a campfire so the colors are not a big surprise the pink marshmallows they turn orange the blue marshmallows turn green um but i think it could be a lot of fun for the kids out there you make it s'mores in the backyard the transformation does not take long it's like 10 seconds and they change colors um they're gonna be out very soon they're only out for a limited time they're going away in september so grab a bag now and that is what's trending I I just feel bad. It's like these expectations that you're going to have to live up to now. And I don't know. I don't doubt you guys, but I'm I'm concerned. I was talking to my husband last night and I just, you know, if you haven't heard, I'm really into K-dramas. I love them. They are so good. I made a list of all of them that I've watched so far. And I just finished another one yesterday. And I was bawling. So this is what I've watched so far. Alchemy of Souls, The Glory, Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, Little Women, Hotel Del Luna, My Mister, Business Proposal, Vincenzo. And last night I finished um, Crash Landing on You. And oh my gosh, JC. (laughs) That's a lot of shows. You got to watch it. Crash Landing is like the starter K-drama. That's the one that everyone says. And I didn't watch it at the beginning. Uh So I finally watched it. And it's about this woman who goes paragliding in South Korea and she gets in the storm and it it makes her crash in North Korea. <gasps> and oh my gosh, the, like these soldiers find her uh-huh. and they they decide not to turn her in. They decide they're going to shelter her until they can get her back to South Korea because they don't want anything to happen to her. Bad news. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is so, so then the soldier that captures her and her... They live together for like a month and they fall in love. Oh. But then she has to go back. Oh, oh my gosh. What do you do? It, it is what do you do? insane. <laughs> it's so good. So this guy is just the most amazing man. He's so caring. He does the sweetest things for her. The things he says, the words that come out of his mouth, it's like, oh my gosh. I'm sitting there bawling my eyes out. Matt comes up. He's like, what is wrong? I'm like, this man is such a wonderful man and he's like what i'm like why are all the men in these k-dramas so perfect do you think the writers then should tweak it a little bit so they're not so perfect like maybe this guy does something to her that just you know rubs her the wrong way leaves the toilet seat up or does something doesn't close the cabinet doors to upset her a little bit or he's that perfect where everything is on point everything everything when something happens and she she's in trouble he just shows up out of nowhere like how did he know he needed to be there it's just beautiful and so i told matt i said i'm sorry i feel like these men in k-dramas are ruining it for other men because they're making they're giving women such high expectations on what a man should do so funniest thing i i go upstairs i'm done with my work my show i go up and matt as a joke gets on one knee goes 
let me lead you to the bed, my lady. It's <laughs> like, get out of here. It was just so funny. I It's ruined it for you guys. I'm so sorry. I'll have to watch these K-dramas and know, know then, or just have Laura not watch any K-dramas so she doesn't expect these things or watch them so I can up my game of, of taking care of my wife. That's what I was going to suggest. Don't let her watch them, but you watch them. And then she's going to be like, wow, you're so wonderful. Just call, start calling her my lady. <laughs> my lady, welcome home. What? <laughs> Your lady. They're so good. They're so good. Hot 3 is coming up next. Also, too, coming up at 6.50, the stars of Ted Lasso. We've got Cristo Fernandez and Colo Bocchini, who plays Isaac, and then Danny Rojos, Rojas are coming on the show at 6.50. Before that's the Hot 3, what do you have for us? We are going to talk about living together before marriage. Does that improve your chances of a successful relationship? Also, is drinking with coworkers really hindering you will tell you why it may be and um there's a new little league season in new jersey and they're struggling to keep their umpires what they the new rule is as far as becoming an umpire if you get too involved with the game that's all coming up next in the hot three Spring Fling, which is this Saturday at the Virgin Hotel. Tickets still available. All ages show. Grab them now. Mix941.fm. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Couples who move in together before getting engaged or married are more likely to end up divorced. That's according to new research. They found that 34% of couples who cohabitated before they got engaged and married ultimately split up or got a divorce. That compares to 23% of couples who started living together after they got engaged or married. Uh, I was telling Steph start something about the interview coming up. I'm so sorry. Um... Were you you said couples that live together are more likely to get divorced? Yes. Yeah. Thirty four percent of them. You and Matt lived together before you got married, right? I did. Yes, we did. Rock solid. Uh, no, we're having really difficult times right now. <laughs> yes, we're. I mean, we're not following along. I know, but I'm, I'm making a point here, though. So that this does not apply I to us. We're trying to like dig into my personal life. No, like, don't. Do, are, no, are you guys rock solid right now? <laughs> just the study says more likely to get a divorce. You guys still together? Yeah. Laura and I, we lived together for many years before we got married. Still together. Steph and James lived together before they got married. Still together. That survey, three out of three, doesn't apply to anyone in this room. Yeah, we're uh, we're one hundred percent over here. But I'm sure there's for us there's three other people that are all yeah we're divorced. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> I wonder if it just evens out in the end. Um, also this morning, so uh, if, is sharing after work drinks with coworkers the key to climbing the corporate ladder? Not necessarily. Researchers have found that. Um, with, they did research on drinking habits and, and economic success of working men. They only did this with men. Resell, the results showed that those who can drink more do not appear to be in a better financial position than their non-drinking or less social colleagues. It's not actually not working. The findings are probably going to be a relief to those who don't want to drink just to get ahead. But you think you're doing something good for yourself. And actually you're, you're not by going out to drinks with the coworkers. Did you ever get into like the whole happy hour thing? Like on a Friday afternoon, going out with coworkers for drinks? Yeah. But when I, I didn't even live here when that was my thing, like it was my first real job and they'd be like, we're going across the street to buy you bobs. Do you want to come <laughs> with us? And I was like, buy you bobs. Sure. I'll go. And we would, <laughs> we would drink hurricanes. Buy you bobs. 
Bahamas is the best. It was hurricanes. It was like a New Orleans type place. Here I am drinking a, an alcoholic fruit punch. I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> that is like the best like post-work bar. You know, We're going to Bayou Bob's. Yeah. It seems like a sitcom or something. Oh, man. We love that place. Uh, finally, this morning, it's Little League season, so it's time to enjoy evenings watching youth baseball while trying to ignore the parents that will not stop screaming at the volunteer umpire behind the plate. So a town in New Jersey has already had several umpires walk off after being harassed by parents. So they came up with a punishment. And that is if you're caught berating an umpire during a game, you're going to be banned from the complex unless you agree to suit up as an umpire yourself and call three games. So the idea is if you're such a know-it-all, grab some gear, step behind the plate and prove how great you are. Now, naturally, most of these loudmouths don't actually know baseball that well. So there's going to still be a certified umpire at the game to make sure the correct calls are made. And of course, the other parents are going to let them know they made the wrong decision, but they love the idea, the local officials, so it's possible it could catch on. Suit them up and have them take the heat from the other parents. That'll stop them real fast. I love it. Coming up here in less than three minutes. Talking to Cristo Fernandez, who plays Danny Rojas on Ted Lasso, and Cola Bocchini, who plays Richmond's team captain, Isaac McAdoo. Both of them are going to be live on the show in just about three minutes. Don't go anywhere. Oh my gosh, Ted Lasso's going to be on our show. I love this. It's coming up. It's Mix 94.1. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's an exciting morning here on Mix 94.1 and Mercedes in the morning. I'm super, I'm, I'm geeking out about this upcoming interview. I know. We are, we're getting a call here shortly. Steph is trying to get them on the line because they're in London right now, but it's Cristo Fernandez and Cola Bocchini who play Danny Rojas and Rich, Richmond's team captain, Isaac McAdoo. Uh, it looks like they are calling right now. So hopefully we'll, we'll talk to them in a minute, but I'm excited for this weekend. We have a lot going on this weekend. Oh, we have our spring fling, our concert on Saturday night, huge concert with Jason Mraz. We've got 
Dean Lewis. We've got Michael Richter. That's an all-ages show. We're all going to be there on Saturday night. Tickets are still, there's still some tickets available. Get yours now at Mix941.fm. So if you're planning on coming Saturday night, you already got your tickets. You can come right in there and join the concert, and it's going to be a blast on Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone there. Make sure you uh, you join us and get those tickets now at Mix941.fm. Are we ready? I think so. I'm so excited. <laughs> Ted Lasso season three is streaming right now on Apple TV Plus. Uh, just one of the best shows I think I have ever seen. And we're so excited this morning because from the show, we have Cristo Fernandez and Cola Bocchini, who plays Danny Rojas and Richmond's team captain, Isaac McAdoo, respectively. Good morning, you two. Woo. Good morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good to have you guys on the show. Uh, have you guys been to Las Vegas before? No, no, but I want to go there and spend some money. <laughs> I went one time and just spent there two days and we're not enough. I know two days really is not enough. We're so happy to have you guys on the show. I know you you hear it probably every single day, several times a day, but we love the show Ted Lasso and we love your characters. Um, let me see, like Cola, when you got cast for the show, what? how was it for you? How did you, how were you discovered? Did you audition for it? What was that experience like for you? Well, Jason Sudeikis went to the lonely streets of Brazil. No, um, <laughs> um, basically, uh, uh, I was, I was, I auditioned. Uh, I heard about it through a very, very good friend of mine called Will Polto, who's a fantastic actor, um, and um, he's friends with Jason. They did the film Where the Millers, um, and um, he um, he asked me. Uh, you know, Jason's asking for uh, actors that can also play football and, and have funny bones. And he kind of thought I was a little bit funny. So I auditioned for the show. And I was a very young man, you know. And now I'm old <laughs> and broken. No, I'm, 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 I'm great. Um, it's, been, it's, been, it's been amazing. And I'm enjoying every single day being in the show. And, and Christo, some people may not know, you used to play soccer and it was an injury that signlined you to get you into acting. And how was it for you getting this role? Well, yeah, you can imagine it's a dream come true. And, and uh, I would have never imagined that the worst things, as you said, with injuries and, and that happened to me and, and realizing things are not going the way I wanted and Many years later, after finding new passions, preparing myself, saving money, and lucky enough, uh, looking for opportunities, and now here we are doing the two things we love most in life. <laughs> when did you guys know? And now here, here I am with with my very good friend, Cola Bokini, my hermano. When did you guys know that this was going to be a smash hit? Do you, do you remember the exact moment where you're at home and where all of a sudden the show just caught on? I, what? I can... I can I can stop you there, so I know exactly when I knew the show was good. Um, basically, my sister uh, had a watching party for me in season one, um, and it was when it was back all the way back when Ted Lasso released three episodes in in on the first day. Remember those days, the good old days? Oh yeah. Um, and um, basically, about halfway through episode two. I, I turned to my sister and I, got, and I looked at her and she was still watching. So 
so. <laughs> she was interested. <laughs> I was in. <laughs> so this. So I realized. Oh wait, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so this is supposed to be the last season, season three. Is is it? How was that final day of filming for you well, guys? We, but is it? Like, we don't know. Like, oh, no. uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, we, we don't know if it's a one or not. We, we're, we're going with the flow. There's an episode now of season three out. There's but five episodes left. Uh, there's five knows? episodes left. And who knows what's going to happen. But what we can tell you is that the last day of shooting season three, yes. yeah, it was very emotional. and it was, it was Yes, it was very, uh, it was odd. You know, because we had been filming for such a long time. Yeah. And then they said, well, that's it, guys. And then we were like, wait, hold on a second. Come back here, sir. It was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing uh, to finish creating uh, something uh, season three um, and just know that we all gave it our all, you know. Yeah. That was, that was a beautiful moment. We we can see it. We can see that you guys put put there's passion behind your your characters and and for both of you and, and Cristo and you know, football is life and, and be honest. I do I do this as well. Do you does it annoy you when Americans or we we call it soccer and not football? Does that annoy you or are you cool with that? No, I mean as an English person, it used to annoy me, um, but now I I don't I don't care. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, you know, as long as everybody loves the sport, it doesn't. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it, you know, ball foot or like <laughs> the, the opposite of soccer, which is ruckus. <laughs> Say it backwards. You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want as long as you you love the sport, you know, and you, and, and and you love it and give it respect. Okay. Yeah. Are there any Ted isms that really kind of affected you, or did you get any life lessons from any of the 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 lines that Ted says in the show? Yeah, of course. I mean, there's there's so many, right? We can we can go with be a goldfish, be a goldfish, barbecue exactly. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so many messages and reflections in the show, and I think somehow it all have stayed. No, Christo wants with to us. say it. Say it, Christo. Just say it. Wait, what should I say, Christo? Be curious like that. He says it all the time. Be curious, not judgmental. Is my so. favorite one. <laughs> I'm going to tattoo that in my body. <laughs> Every day. And it, it, it always me now. <laughs> were, you, were you guys fans of Jason Sudeikis before before you got cast for the show? Or was, was that the first time you met him when you did like the first table read or the first Massive audition? Fan. Yeah. Massive fan. I watched everything he was in, to be honest. Yeah. It was quite surreal meeting him. Now he's now he's, now he's one of my close friends. It's, it's still a bit, it's, you know. Learning from him every, every single day, you know, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's working as an L. I personally, I mean, we know all his blockbusters and what he's done in SNL, but uh, what I love about his career as as an actor is lots of indie films he's done and been part of. Yeah. So there are many roles that many people don't know about him. His, his, his dedication to the arts. Yes. That is, that's what speaks volumes about him. You know? Yes. You know, even though he is an A-list a uh, celebrity, yeah. he, he really, really enjoys what he does and he encapsulates uh, what it is to be an yeah. actual artist, you know, in this industry that is full of, you know, people that 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 seek fame and 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 you know, um, financial gain. And now working with him, he generally cares about 
the, the, the job and the people and helping each other, and we're learning so much from him. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Cristo Fernandez and Cola Bocchini. They are playing uh, Danny Rojas and uh, Richmond's team captain, Isaac McAdoo. Before we let you go, I know we only have a couple of minutes left. I got to ask about this last episode that just aired and um, the red string. What? Where where was that attached? <laughs> um, I don't think we can say that line. <laughs> um, basically, you know what? What? Where it was? You know that is all Roy Kent. You know that is a that is a sadistic joke by a sadistic man. <laughs> um, and, and, and you know it taught us a lesson. To be honest, yeah. It's you know when when something is attached to something else and you have, you know you have a lot to lose. You know you become more careful. <laughs> yeah, I was cringing, and I'm a woman. I was like, right, oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> you guys. We love this show so much. Your characters are so great. You do such a wonderful job playing them. Cannot wait to see the next episode and. Hopefully, fingers crossed, season three isn't it. But if it is, we love it so much. So thank you guys for joining us this morning. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Muchas gracias. You should have told me earlier. I could have called one of my friends to ask because I have a lot of friends that work for Metro. And JC just asked me a question randomly here right before we went on the air. Um, The answer is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that is illegal or not. Any uh, Anyone in the uh, law enforcement industry out there listening right now can answer this, 702-364-9400, because I was on 95 South, and everyone's driving super slow. Like, okay, why is everyone driving slow? Everyone's slowed down. And then you realize up ahead there, there's a cop car. And I'm kind of judging things, the way things are going. I'm about 64, people are about 65, no one's passing them. So I think the cop is going about maybe 68 and it's just traffic. Everyone's afraid to pass. I'm like, 68. I know the speed limit is 65. So I bump up my cruise control to 72. I'm like, I feel comfortable going 72 next to a police officer. I know the speed limit is 65, but I think 72, they're going to let it slide. So eventually, after a couple minutes, I pass the police officer. As I'm going, I'm like, pass the police officer. They did not do anything. Cars started to slowly follow me, but... Is that a red flag? I mean, obviously, you could zoom, you zoom by a cop car, you can get in trouble. But for, for police officers, is that is that a red flag when you're doing 65 on the 95 or the 215 and someone passes you? I mean, obviously, like, it's not illegal, but uh, it's, I don't, I, I you have more guts than I do. I wouldn't have done it. I would have stayed behind. Um, and I do that thing, too, that when I see a cop, for some reason, I try to pretend like everything's cool. Like, if I pull up next to a cop car... I'll be like, oh, fixing my hair. Like, I don't notice you at all. Even though I'm like, <laughs> I hope they don't pull me over for something. That is so true. It's, it's like you touch your head. You look, you look down at me, adjust the AC, or just, you know, kind of look where you're going. Yeah, you're so self-aware of what you're doing when you're driving next to a police officer. You know what I always do? I always cough. Like, like I'm so nonchalant about this. <laughs> like, it's just so ridiculous. And you know that the officer probably does not care as long as you're not doing anything illegal. And that's got to be annoying. And it's also got to be annoying when, when you see a cop car and you're going full speed and then 
you hit the brakes to make it seem like you were not speeding. Or you or you come up in that car that you think, you know, it's a Ford Explorer. I'm like, okay, it's a Ford Explorer. I see it ahead. There's no lights on top of it, so it could be an unmarked marked cop car. Or I'm not seeing the lights on the highway patrol. And you get closer and closer, and you're like, I can tell. It looks like basic hubcaps on it. And then you see, like, the baby on board sticker. I'm like, oh, I'm not a cop. Vroom. Go right by it. Unless it was a baby who did something very, very bad. <laughs> There's a baby on board here. They're taking that baby in. <laughs> so who was that? Who was that um, criminal that looked like a baby in a movie? I think he was even called like a baby face something. Oh, was it like the Dick Tracy movie or something no, like that? No, it was, it was like a parody movie. I can't remember. There was some movie where there's <laughs> some old guy, but he looks like a little baby. <laughs> I forget. Coming up here, would you have the dirt and the latest from the Ed Sheeran uh, plagiarism trial, you could say? Um, someone fainted in the courtroom. Details coming up here in about 10 minutes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Finally live on our 7 a.m. social club. A little late. A lot going on here behind the scenes. That interview with the guys from Ted Lasso. How sweet were the two of them? Oh, my. I'm still like, that was just so cool. And I watched the latest episode last night. So I was... I don't know. Just to be able to talk to them. Yeah, they were great. I so endearing. It. So endearing. Um, Ed Sheeran is in court defending himself against claims that Thinking Out Loud is a ripoff of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. It's the family of songwriter Ed Towson who who wrote Let's Get It On, who is suing Ed. And if you, you haven't been following the story, just here's a comparison of the two songs. Here's Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud. So honey, now Take me into your loving arms and then here's Let's Get It On. Let's get it on. Oh, Let's get it on. Yeah. Let's I just think it's too vague. Melodies are going to sound similar. It doesn't mean that they stole it. And why would he steal such a popular song? You know, why wouldn't you go for something more obscure that no one would realize? I, I don't I don't buy it. And also just to, I know there's, there's certain things that go into it, but that song came out in 2014. The, the girl, the daughter's just now hearing it now. Like, wait a second, that sounds like my dad's song. Yeah, Which exactly. taking so long to, to do the lawsuit. Well, Wednesday was day three of the trial. It was a routine day until the plaintiff, Catherine Townsend, collapsed. She fainted into the courtroom and had to be carried out of court. Oh, that's too bad. That's really sad. And then a musicologist was in and said the two songs had the same harmonic rhythm as well as sounding, in his view, very, very similar. That's a musicologist that the plaintiff brought in to talk about the song. So that's their expert. Yeah. I'm looking up songs that sound similar. Um... What do you think? Do you know any songs that sound similar? I got a story here that, it, uh, that, I, that I had no idea that this went down. Sam Smith was sued by Tom Petty back in 2014. Tom filed a lawsuit against Sam Smith for copyright infringement over the similarities between Stay With Me and I Won't Back Down. Hmm. Petty and his lawyers claimed that Smith consciously copied elements from I Won't Back Down to appeal to fans of the rocker. So here is Sam Smith, Stay With Me. Oh, won't you stay with me? Cause you're all I need. And then here's I Won't Back Down. I do hear that, but I don't think he copied it. Well, the case was settled out of court for an undisclosed sum. 
with Sam Smith also writing an apology letter to Tom Petty. Wow. Now, here's something that, 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 that someone did. They broke the songs down where they slowed down, because I won't back down. It's a little bit faster. Tom's voice is a little bit deeper. So they, they tweaked the, um, the, the pitch of the, the two singers. They slowed them down, sped one up. And here they are side by side. MG on the 7 a.m. Social Club just made a comment. In hip-hop, it's called sampling. And so, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I see your point. I I think that, you know, if you have two completely different songs and you don't use a part of a song kind of different, someone, I just saw this article that said uh, two songs that sound very similar are um, Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Last Last Dance with Mary Jane. Those two songs sound very, very similar. And, you know, just talking about Tom Petty. Let's see if Steph's going to load him up here. Which one was it from Red Hot Jelly Peppers? Daddy California. Okay. And and now that I'm thinking about it, they do sound. And they say that the lyrical, lyrical subject is pretty much the same also. So that's interesting. I don't know. Um, uh, do we have him, Steph? Okay, here we go. Here, Well, here's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This song came out second, but here's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Last Dance with Mary Jane. If you go back to Danny California, you could put... She grew up in an Indiana town, had a good-looking mama who was running around. She grew up tall and she grew up right with the Indiana boys on an Indiana night. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely hear yeah. Wow. There's a lot of them out there. There's some interesting reads on the whole thing. Uh, Miley Cyrus released a new album, Endless Summer Vacation, on March 10th this year. She may have also released a whole other album titled Down With Me the same day under the name Clara Pierce. So um, it's believed that Down With Me, this song, it has 12 tracks and reportedly features Cyrus's vocals in all of them. It's believed that Down With Me expresses Cyrus's emotions about her divorce from Liam Hemsworth. Now, unlike Endless Summer Vacation, Down With Me received no promotion and was not placed on any editorial playlist. It was taken down across streaming platforms, but some fans have found it by searching Twitter. So is this an alter ego that Miley Cyrus created to put out this this new album the same time she put out the current album under her regular name? So here is what Clara Pierce sounds like, and this song is called Down With Me. It, it sounds just like her. It really does. Listening to it a second time, I definitely hear it. I believe there's something to it. I really do. Now, besides the voice, there are little Easter eggs on the album that make fans believe it is Miley. Pierce has a song called Without You, which is also the title of Cyrus's 2021 collaboration with the Kid Leroy. Pierce's album also features a track called Sagittarius, which is Miley's sign. Some say that Down With Me is Cyrus's scrapped seventh studio album. She is Miley Cyrus or an AI generated or it is Miley with an alter ego.
Yeah, uh, that AI stuff though. I mean, did you hear that Drake song from that was made just from AI? I, I've seen articles about it, but I haven't heard the it song. Sounded it sounded just really? like him. It's insane. I I don't know. It's I think that's going to backfire on us. I really do. The whole AI thing. Yeah, I really do. I think it's going to be a whole bunch of mess here very soon. Now tonight, that's happening tonight. Uh, James Corden's final show is tonight at twelve thirty-seven a.m. Final guest Harry Styles, Will Ferrell. The NFL draft is uh, starts today. Day. Raiders, uh, the number seven overall draft pick. And then, are you going to the game tonight? Vegas Golden Knights? I am. Nice. I hope they wrap it up tonight. That would be so cool. It's game five tonight, T-Mobile Arena. Um, yeah, they could wrap it, all, wrap it all up tonight against Winnipeg with a win. Now, next hour, 825, tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience. Those are yours when you win. Heads up. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. You work long enough with someone, and sometimes they feel like family. Other times you feel like, hey, you know, I have a life outside of here. And there's a story that's going viral right now. What do you guys think? Because this happened late last year, and it's just now getting a bunch of attention. And some some people say this woman is in the right. Other people say this this woman was in the wrong. So her name is Evie. She posted this on TikTok. She was talking about how she planned to go home to visit her friends and family that year during Christmas break last year. And she requested the days off months in advance. Like this was set. She was ready to go. So two days before she's supposed to go, the boss calls her into his office and says, hey, your coworker, let's call her Karen. That's what she calls her in her video. Hmm. Your coworker, Karen, really wants to take her children to Disney World over the break. Is there any way you can change your vacation? Just she really wants to spend time with her kids and and they they want to go to Disneyland. This is the only time that they could do it. So would you mind changing your vacation? Now she gets along with Karen, but Karen literally requested that that day, two days before. Now would you be just be a nice coworker and say, you know what? You know, this Evie, she is single, she has no kids. Maybe, you know, could she go another time? Would you do that for Karen? Or would you say, look, I'm sorry, I get it. They want to go, but I requested this a long time ago. What would you do? I would like to help Karen out, but I'm just going to put it in my shoes. I'm in that situation. If I booked a trip to go home and see my family, I don't know where Evie's, Evie's her name, where her family is. So like for me, my family's in Philadelphia and that that's a big trip and a lot of expenses go into booking the hotel and everything else. And so if they say to me two days prior to this trip, I've been planning and making plans with my family and everything else that I haven't seen in a while because the coworker wants to go to Disneyland at the last second, I would love to help them out. But sorry, I, I can't do it in that situation. I, I booked this trip in advance, got my tickets ready to go. I, I, I can't make any changes. Now, if I'm seeing my family every single weekend and they're in town and to me, that'd be a different story. But if she's traveling to see her family, hasn't seen them in a long time, I'm not going to change my plans. Has anyone ever been put in that situation? And what did you do? I, For me, it really depends. It really depends. Um, one, can I get either a refund or some sort of credit by changing some flight or, or something? Two, who's the person? Is it, you know... Someone here at the radio station that works in a different department that I only see walking around the halls and don't really talk to them. No, I'm not changing it. Sorry. Is it you? Well, now I got to think about it. You know, I 
and we usually take our vacation at the same time, so it doesn't really matter. But let's say we were not. And I said, I'm taking this week off, guys. And then you come to me and you're like, or our boss comes to me and is like, JC really needs to get home that week. I'm sorry. It's only two days away. Is there any way you could change your flight or change when you take your vacation? Now I'm like, oh, gosh. And I would probably see what I could do. So it really depends on the relationship that you have with the coworker, I think. Yeah, and then what are the circumstances of who they're going, what what are they going to go see? Now, if if her boss came to you and said, JC really wants to go to Disneyland, like I think the family if if the family thing is different for me, but if I was if our boss, J Love said, Hey, I know you have some time scheduled off next week. Uh JC wants to go to the, the, I wouldn't the Disneyland might not be my thing, but a big car show in LA for two days. Would you mind switching so he can go? I would probably look into it because I know how much you like that stuff. Look at and that. if it's only that weekend, it's not like you could go the following weekend. Like, I get it. Some things are on certain dates. But Disneyland, you could go whenever. Or Disney World, you could yeah. go whenever you want. Um, but I do think the kids thing comes into play. And as someone with kids, I hate using them as an excuse. I hate it because I think people without kids really kind of look down on you when you do that and i don't use it as a cop out i don't use it as a way to get out of things but there's certain times that i can't do something because of my kids do i use them as an excuse like my kids really want to go please i i I don't think i would do that i've never heard you say those words (laughs) i've never heard you use your kids as an excuse for everything well you haven't oh like hey we have this can you be there i can't i got to pick up my kids or i can't my daughter has a game not I, I, you just I do have to use it sometimes, but it's not an excuse. It's a fact. It's legit. Yeah, it's not like it's something you're making it up. It's like legit. You know, someone's got a game or something. You got to do it. You got a family. You have the responsibilities. But we'll see what happens with Karen. If it's Bob in accounting, sorry, Bob. You're staying here. I'm leaving. And we have some breaking news this morning. Uh, th- there was um, a death this morning. Uh, someone very famous uh, that you, you probably watched, at least as a kid. In the afternoons. We're going to talk about that uh, coming up here in, in the hot three. Are oh, you not going to give it to us now? No. Oh, you got to wait to find out the famous person that died. <laughs> like you're not going to go Google it <laughs> yeah, right now. Like, Who just Google died? Changing. Not this link. I'll tell you guys. Jerry Springer, he passed away. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get you the details on that and talk about that. And um, we'll also talk about uh, how teens and their parents really feel about social media. And... Starbucks is going to start charging for this. You loved getting it for free. Haha, <laughs> no more. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Well, we uh, told you earlier that uh, we were sad to report this morning that the one of the most like influential and controversial figures in, in TV has passed away. Jerry Springer hosted the Jerry Springer show for 27 years. Uh, you remember the chair throwing and, and just all the craziness that went on that one. And then the, the famous catchphrase. What is it? Um, oh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> they said that his family said that he was battling a brief illness. Um, so, some are reporting it was pancreatic cancer that was diagnosed just a few months ago. And then this week he took a turn for the worse. He actually um, he died this morning at his home peacefully in the Chicago area. And before he was. That on that show, he ran for U.S. Congress. He did not win. He was elected to Cincinnati City Council, and then he became the city's mayor in 1977. He only served one uh, term on that, but it was really his popular show in the 90s. It actually beat Oprah in a few cities. It was that Whoa, popular, really? yeah. Um, and then he he had one more uh, run in TV where he had a courtroom show called Judge Jerry, and that ran for for three seasons he's survived by um his daughter and his older sister he was 79 years old yeah the show was just i mean it was just such, such part of uh pop culture there in the late 90s it was like the the big show and was jerry the guy with steve wilco was that a security guard who eventually or was that uh maury i'm getting the two confused but i think it was jerry springer because fights would break out all the time so we had a security guard this big bald guy and the jerry show was so popular that steve a security guard got a spinoff show because of it yeah i think i remember that um and it, it was hard to keep the two of them straight jerry and maury like you are the father that was maury, that was maury right? yes okay, yep. mm-hmm. yeah so sometimes I, oh, I would get anxiety. I and what business did I have watching that show as a child to find out who the, <laughs> like that was? I don't know what what, what Mercedes dinner's ready. <laughs> Mom, I have to find out who's the father. I want to see if Carlos and uh, Bob and Jerry are the fathers here. Okay. Um, also, this morning, social media—it's definitely a part of everyday life for many people, and new research shows. How American teens and their parents feel about it. So uh, it's here's some results from the, the survey. The top social media platforms that are used by teens are YouTube, number one, TikTok, number two, and Instagram, number three. Around three quarters of teens say they use YouTube every single day. And 58% say the same thing about TikTok. Only 19% use Facebook, probably to keep in touch with their parents. <laughs> hey, Mom, what are you up to? I'll, t- I'll reach out to my mom on Facebook because that's where she always is. As for parents, 46% of moms and dads with teens are really worried about their kid potentially being exposed to explicit content on social media. What are yours, your top three? Personally, yeah. um, I think my top three are TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. 
I rarely go to Facebook unless it's my birthday. <laughs> then I go see all the wonderful birthday wishes that you guys sent me. Facebook is so depressing. I, I use Facebook to wish birthday greetings, and that's why I pop it open. Um, but man, every time like it just you know Facebook automatically populates a in someone's post for me to see, and it's always oh, it's just sad. It's always sad stuff. I want to have. I want to see some happiness. I'm gonna refresh mine, and you you refresh yours. Okay, let's see. What we get. And you tell me the top three um, posts. Now you don't have to read them. But are they happy or are they depressing? Okay. okay. Let me uh, open it up right now. Okay. My first one is, um, I'd say it's right. It, 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 I think it's positive. They're they're searching for someone to fulfill a position at their company. So like, if you have these skills, please put in an application. Okay. That's positive. You know what? My first one is positive. A friend of mine, she has a, a um, car museum in town. It's her and a friend of hers posing in front of cars. Really nice picture. Okay. My second one is sad and depressing. It is the breaking news of Jerry Springer dying. Mm. Okay. Um, my second one is about a, it's, it's a positive about it. It's about, a, it's about a friend's weight loss journey. Okay. Yeah. It's positive, right? It's positive. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're doing good here. My third one is, I think, positive. Uh, it's about a, a woman who sent her son on his first school trip without her going as a chaperone, and he was just he was just thriving, and he did a great job. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. I like this now. My third one, I'm afraid to read it, but it's a picture of someone's dog lying on their kitchen floor. Just being cute. I, I have faith. Just being cute. Look at this lazy bum. We love him. Who loves a lazy bum? They're just calling him a weirdo. Oh, yeah! yay! We should do a periodic yes. uh, Facebook check-in to that see what we're good. getting for it. Last night it was hospitals and everything else. <laughs> I love it this morning. And I love it, it. Finally, this morning, when you ask for extras at Starbucks, you expect to be charged more for them, but the coffee chain is getting backlash for this next move. Starbucks will reportedly start charging extra for any order that requests no ice, light ice, or... Or no water in their refresher drinks. Wait, you're going to charge me for not getting ice? Because they're giving you more coffee or more drink. That's oh, why. Those oh, bums, I don't like this. That's this not fair. This is ridiculous. So the, change, the chain's going to start charging for customizations to refresher drinks starting on May 9th. Um, and it's no surprise the news is not going over very well with people. Another barista shared the news earlier this month and said the upcharge for no ice, light ice, and no water will be a dollar per drink. Why would they do this? They they give people extra pumps of sir, uh, syrup, right? That's not charged for, is it? I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't, get I don't, syrup in I don't know. But are they going to flip it reverse? So if Mercedes, if you get your drink and you say... No ice, and you're getting more coffee, and they charge you more. And I go in and say, you know what? I, I want extra ice. I want my drink to be real cold. Are they going to charge me less because they're giving me less coffee than they gave you? They probably will charge you more because now they have to use more of oh their ice gosh, for you. You have wait. to have the exact amount Jeez. that they allotted for. Come on. I don't like that. That was the last one there? <laughs> yeah, that's it. 8 o'clock hour, a lot going on, including those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. That happens at 825 when you win heads up. And right before that, it's Thursday, so we got Judge Your Friends. Ooh, you be the judge. We randomly pick uh, three scenarios from our Judge Your Friends uh, box O scenarios, and you have to decide if we are guilty or not not guilty that is all coming up next hour
It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour. Those tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience. Those are yours when you win heads up right around 825. I did not realize it, but National Kickball Day was last week. Is kickball still a thing? Oh, I don't know if it is, but if it is, please tell me they're still using that red. Did you have the red kickball? Yes, that rubber ball. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, when that thing hit you, it hurt. It stung. Did you guys use that for dodgeball? Dodgeball as well, because that was our dodgeball in elementary school. Uh, there was also another ball that we used with games. It was like a yellow kind of, it was smaller than a kickball. I don't remember. It, was, it wasn't It was like foam, like a Nerf ball, but I felt like it had a foam feel to it. And it didn't sting as much when you got hit no, with it? No, it was more soft. I, I Man, we used to play so many games in elementary school. That I don't know if kids played a lot but I was picking my daughter up the other day and all the kids are out on the playground and and hanging out waiting for their parents to come and I'm walking by and these kids are playing tetherball they're still playing tetherball and man that used to be the sport I love the most, tetherball. Tetherball, and that was the tennis ball on the string on a pole, right? Well, it's not a tennis ball. It's bigger than a tennis okay. ball. It's like a, a big yellow ball that's attached to a to the pole by a rope. And the goal is to wrap the ball around um, first on your end before your opponent can do it. And it's a back and forth, back and forth. And I used to love that game. And I played it every day until one day something happened that made me never play the sport ever the day again. you walked away from tetherball the day i remember that day like it, it just it was it's clear as day it was traumatizing for me well what happened so i'm playing and i kind of in my peripheral vision i see a group of girls like looking at me and laughing and i'm kind of like still trying to play the game but seeing them and they're like <laughs> i'm like huh um, so I finish and one of them comes up to me and they're like, we can see up your shirt. Now I'm mind you, I'm in fifth or sixth grade and my body is just now developing, but yet not so much that my mom has purchased me my first bra. <laughs> so I, I remember the shirt that I was wearing. It, it was a purple kind of crop top and it said summer on it. And so I'm, I'm winding the ball to go around on my side and uh, they, my shirt goes up every single time I do that and I didn't even realize it. Were your boobs being exposed or yeah. just enough where the girls can see it? Yeah, it was it was like <laughs> poor thing. I didn't have boobs yet. Yeah. I just had like buds. <laughs> the buds of boobs. I, it sounds creepy like talking about it. You were just starting to form yes. as a child. So there, there were like are. little like little buds of, of boobs and I just after that I was too embarrassed to ever go out there again and I was too embarrassed to ask my mom for a bra so I just stopped playing oh my gosh <laughs> that is the funniest but also like sad story at the same time Mercedes I'm still traumatized ever since then I've never touched a tetherball ever tetherball and buds <laughs> It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and Ted Lasso fans, you are going to love this. 9.15 this morning, Cristo Fernandez, Cola Bocchini, they play Danny Rojas and Isaac McAdoo on Ted Lasso. They are going to be on the show with us. But now it is time to bang the gavel and judge your friends. Do you think that the person is guilty of the scenario that we draw? This is an actual game called Judge Your Friends that you can buy. We kind of made up our own rules to it. So three scenarios, three people. 
who has done each scenario. Now, JC, you are up first this week. Are you ready? I am. This is so like it's so revealing. We learn stuff about each other every single week. And last week, we all chose differently. Like we thought JC was guilty, yeah. but he wasn't. And then you guys thought I was guilty, and I. It's it's really fun. Yeah, no one got it right last week. So let's see if we can change that now. Okay. Well, the defendant, please rise. Order in the court. Order in the court. JC, you are being accused of getting suspended from school. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Steph, what do you think? Suspended from school, JC? I can't see him in elementary school for sure. I think he was too too innocent, too friendly. Um, maybe middle school when you're in like that rebellious stage. Oh, you know what? My gut, my gut's telling me you're guilty, JC. Whoa, suspended. Yes, suspended. Maybe for a day. You got suspended because you were trying to ditch a class, maybe. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Steph's vote is in. I think you've been in a lot of trouble in your <laughs> school days. I think you've maybe cheated a time or two, maybe showed up late a time or two. What? Cheated late? Yep, <laughs> yeah, that's just Go ahead, go on. But I don't think you did anything bad enough to get yourself suspended. So I'm going to say not guilty not on guilty. this one. Okay. All right. Will the defendant please rise? Yes. JC, you have been accused of getting suspended from school. Are you guilty or not guilty? Now, Mercedes, you said you, you think I've cheated a time or two in school. I believe you said that? Yes. Yeah, that, that is true. I have cheated a time or two in school. Detention? Maybe a couple of detentions I've received, but never have I been suspended. No! I was not that big of a rule breaker. Oh, I was intimidated by, by the higher ups at that school. Are you kidding me? Oh, but wow. I did cheat a couple times. Okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. He is not Woo. guilty. Okay, let's go. Steph, you are up next. Guilty. Hey, wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> okay. Um uh, I the first one. There's just no way you've done any of this. Do you want to know what it is, though? Sure. The defendant has used a body part. Well, maybe. You know what? I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save it for you, Steph, because I want to know the answer. Oh, Let's do the other one. I heard body today. part. I'm nervous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Steph, please rise. You are being accused of visibly and audibly crying in public as an adult. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? Crying in public as an adult. There's usually a smile on Steph's face when you see her in public. But I know that she has her moments because she's told me before. Um, hmm, but cried visibly and audibly in public. You know what? I'm going to say guilty on this one. Um, I think, but I don't think it was for like a bad reason. I think it was maybe like a family member's funeral or maybe a wedding. Maybe you weren't audible on the wedding, but I, I do think maybe for a, a family death in the family, you cried visibly and audibly. So I'm going to say guilty on this one. JC. Ooh. Yeah. It's one of these ones with a technicality. Cause I, I definitely think, um, cause you are an emotional person. You, um, I, I could see you crying at something, tears of joy, tears of sadness over something, maybe a broken heart that happened when you were younger, but the audibly, the, I don't see that coming from you in public, at least maybe in privacy, if you're at home. I cry. love JC's. <laughs> I mean, it can't be quiet. It has to be loud. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So the visibly, yes, but the audible, the audibly thing has been to say because of that, not guilty. Let me, let me test something out. Does, can you hear this? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's an audible cry, yes. Yeah, yes. but it, it, everything think te- counts. When Steph weeps in public, it's tears and silence. Okay, Steph, please really? rise. Hey. All right. All right. You're being accused of visibly and audibly crying in public as an adult. Are you guilty or not guilty? This one was tough because for sure I have visibly cried in public. The audible part is what's kind of hard for me. I think that when I was delivering my grandma's eulogy at her funeral, that I was both crying visibly and audibly. So I am going to say guilty Guilty. on this one. Yes. Guilty. I'm guilty. But for a good reason. I mean, it's not like you didn't get the last shoe drop and you're going to cry visibly and audibly audibly about that. Oh, I did that in private. private. (laughs) Come on, come on. All right. I am the final one this morning. Let's see. Okay. Um, All right. I got it. Uh, Will the defendant please rise? Mercedes, you are being accused of sticking your hand in a toilet to retrieve something. Are you guilty or not guilty? JC? I'm going to say guilty. Whether it be, I, don't, I, I think you may have dropped your phone in the toilet at one point and you did the rice trick when he took it out to get the moisture out of it. Maybe I'm dreaming that up, but... A ring, a watch, something as uh, Brooklyn or Sophie as as a kid dropped something of value in the toilet, and you right, you reach in there and grab it. So I'm going to say yes. At some point in your life, you have reached into a toilet to retrieve something. All right. So you say guilty on this one, Steph. You are a thousand percent guilty. <laughs> JC, you're right. She told the story on the air. She was, I think, in San Diego at a hotel room. Her phone was in her back pocket and she went to go either take off her pants or whatever to go squat and it fell down and she had to, I think she went to, to mad or something, but yes, She's guilty. She's told the story on the air before, and I'm sticking with it. Double guilty. All right. All right. Will the defendant please rise? You are being accused of sticking your hand in a toilet to retrieve something. Are you guilty or not guilty? Okay. Was that story about me or someone else, Steph? I don't know. But I will say I am guilty. That is very um, but it wasn't in San Diego. It was in my house. I had my phone in my back pocket. I pulled down my pants and I hear, <sighs> and luckily I didn't start going to the bathroom yet. So I quickly got up <laughs> and I was like, Matt, I just dropped my phone in the toilet. And he's like, it should be waterproof. I'm like, really? So I, I gave it a quick wipe down for, with a, a Clorox wipe or something and just used it as usual. Went back and scrolled some social media. So <laughs> I was definitely guilty. That is the theme song to Ted Lasso, and we're playing it because next hour, 9.15, Danny Rojas, Isaac McAdoo, those are the characters on Ted Lasso. We're talking about Cristo Fernandez and Cola Bocchini. If you love Ted Lasso and who doesn't, you want to be here with us at 9.15. So how do I, how do I, how do I say goodbye? 
Dean Lewis on Mix 94.1. And Dean Lewis will be part of our spring fling on Saturday nights. We have Michael Richter, Dean Lewis, and headliner Jason Mraz. The show is Saturday night, the theater at Virgin Hotels. This is an all-ages show. You can bring the entire family. There are still some tickets available, but get them now. You want to get your tickets now and just roll into the concert on Saturday night. Our website for those tickets, Mix941.fm. I just had to renew my global entry. Do you have global entry? My Laura has it, and she loves it. Oh, my gosh. I love it, too. Global entry is if you're going outside the country um, and you come back in, you basically bypass customs. You you put your your card on this little scanner thing, and it prints out this receipt. And then when you go to go through customs, they just look at the receipt, stamp it, stamp your passport, and boom, you're in. And then when you travel domestically, you get uh, TSA pre-check on everything. It's so amazing. Oh, that's included as well? Yeah, it's all together. That is uh, one subscription that I pay for that is absolutely worth every penny. I love it so much. That and Clear. I love those two. Oh, yeah, I have Clear. Clear's fantastic and with Global Entry too, Laura physically lost her driver's license and she was flying. This was last week. She was flying and I'm like, do I need to find your passport? And she's like, no, I have my Global Entry. And so I don't know if her picture's on it or not, but yeah. Global Entry, you don't need any other ID. You just need that to get on the plane. It is the greatest. With the, all of us having so many subscriptions, what is the subscription that you think is worth every penny? We subscribed to a couple years ago. I got an offer like in the mail for AAA. I never had AAA, but Laura was doing some solo, a lot of solo driving that summer for horse shows and her work. And so I signed up for AAA and AAA is fantastic. And when you need it, they respond so fast. We've had to use it a couple times. Laura was driving in California and there was a box in the road and she couldn't swerve. So she had to hit this box and it ripped something off the bottom of her car. Like there's a protective covering on it and it was kind of dragging. So she called AAA. They were out within 30 minutes, and they, they fixed her car for her. And then another time, she was with a friend of hers in California, and something happened to her friend's truck. They couldn't get it started. AAA still came out, even though it wasn't Laura's car. Since Laura is still a member, they still came out and helped her friend. That's They are great. It's funny because um, I have it, and I don't use it. I feel, and maybe that's a good thing. I don't use it. But um, my, my father-in-law was a member of AAA like back when it first started. I can't remember remember the year but it was a long time ago and I was he put he put Matt and I on his account so he's passed since but we're still members and it says members since like 1971 <laughs> and it's like wait you were a member before you were born like what is happening here it's so funny whenever Matt uses it they look at him like how are you a member since 1971? <laughs> Membership has its privileges and makes you look much younger, everyone. I'm going to make the baby in my womb a member of AAA. Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? What are we using to hide our feelings? You may stop using them after you hear this. Also, the thing that Americans have FOMO about is not what you would expect. And a man is suing a psychic because she has done this or rather she has not done this it's all coming up next in the hot three Let's go. here we go three, two. it's time for the hot three on mix nutty 4.1
Are you hiding your feelings and are you using this on your telephone to do it? Research by an emotional behavior expert at the University of Tokyo says that people use emojis to hide their feelings and not express them. The study of over 1,200 volunteers found that happy emojis were often used to make a message seem more positive when the person was actually experiencing negative emotions. Researchers say that they also found a possible link between those that hide their feelings and mental health, but say that more research has to be done in that area. Are you are you using them to kind of zhuzh your, your message up a little bit? Yeah, yeah maybe if I'm um, uh, something that I'm sending is funny, I'll do the crying face, laugh, crying so hard I'm laughing emoji. That's like my go-to. Or to Laura, I'll do the heart emoji that, you know, love you. But outside of that, I don't use many emojis in text messages. Do uh, I do. I realized. And I don't know if I'm trying to cover up my feelings. <laughs> but I feel like it just embellishes them. It's like you have a beautiful person and maybe you want to put some lipstick on that person. Well, that's that's my lipstick. It's, it's an emoji. Do you, do you use emojis in emails? No, that's no, no, no. <laughs> Only in text messages. Do you use them in emails? I used to do like the smiley face emoji. I mean, and I would say I probably cut it out about a year or maybe two years ago. Oh, Just, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder why we weren't getting any results yeah. in the emails I were sending out. Who is this fool? Um, also, this morning, people experience FOMO about a lot of things. Travel, jobs, uh, local events, social gatherings. Well, in a new poll, 77% of people on social media say they have had a fear of missing out on the latest food trends. Now, it sounds like that includes both the impressive stuff people make and post photos of, um, like when you create a delicious dish and you're like, look what I made. But they also think it goes over to like TikTok trends and, and things like that. Among people who admit to having food FOMO, 57% have attempted to make the food at home themselves. And then they, they average trying four recipes a month that they've seen online. But keep in mind, social media is not always what it seems. 73% of people admit to spending extra time preparing their meals just to make them more picturesque for social media. We do try Tuesday every week, and the past couple ones have been a food thing. And it was about two weeks ago we did that fruit roll-up with the ice cream in the center. Mm-hmm. I had so many people reaching out about that one or telling me they tried it because of us. And then this past week, that freeze-dried candy, that was another smash hit. So many people reaching out, where do you get it? How was it? What did it taste like? So I think they're, I don't know if they have FOMO or they want to try Mo and, and taste what we're tasting. I saw a couple people on my social media who actually went and got some and they were doing their own little mini tests. I'm Uh like, wow, that was fast. And there's so many other types of candy too. Uh, I saw, oh, what was someone I was, oh, it was like a bit of honey. A, a, dehy- a dehydrated bit of honey, and it was like a little ball. It was so cute. I would like to try that because the bit of honey is the one, the, the grandparents' candy that gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, it looks so light. And mm. then there was also a Charleston chew. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, they have like old-timey yeah. candy, too. All right, finally this morning, if you were desperate to find the best psychic, what qualifications are you looking for? Results, uh, Yelp reviews, a PhD. A man in L.A. named Moro Restrepo has just just filed a third lawsuit against a psychic for defrauding him out of a thousand dollars and causing emotional distress. He says his ex-girlfriend hired a witch to place a curse on him. So he needed it removed. And he went to this psychic named Sophia Adams, who he found through Google. And uh, she had a PhD, which said was required special schooling. So he chose her. She said she could remove the curse by him purchasing a $5,100 crystal 
from her. He gave her a thousand dollar down payment, took the crystal, and I, you guys, I know this is going to be a shock, but the crystal didn't do anything. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moro thinks he's been duped, so he's me- demanding twenty five thousand dollars in damage damages. Sophia's lawyers say she did not swindle him. If he gives the crystal back, she'll return his money. So uh, it's unclear how he has been able to refile this case again and again, but he's been doing that. I think you have certain powers. Did you have any? Because I, I thought about you this morning before I came to the radio station. Did you have any premonitions about me or any thoughts about me? No, I did not. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> Why did you want me to have Because a- remember the last premonition was about the key? Yeah. We had an incident in my house with the key this morning. I couldn't find the key, so I had to go digging for uh, an extra house key, and I grabbed that house key that I grabbed the last time you had the premonition about me. So this morning, I was thinking about the premonition you had about me about my lost key. I the Actually, the last premonition about you was about like a mouse or something yes. at your house. All right, wait, are you going to Disneyland anytime Hey! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.